You got me. It's Kim Commando today, and I'm here with you just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world, or as I like to say, to live the best digital life ever. Oh, you better get ready. That's right. The new iPhone is coming this September. Everybody's super excited about it. Now, if Apple keeps with the numbering system, this is going to be called the iPhone 14 running iOS 16. And right now we have the iPhone 13 running iOS 15. So in Apple iPhone land, think about this. We have the numbers 13, 14, 15, 16. And in real life, that would be, well, the next one would be Epstein. Yes, I know. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to Kim Commando today. Because tech never stops, we've expanded my successful weekend show about all things digital to weekdays. And just a quick reminder, you can get Kim Commando today as a podcast Monday through Friday. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search for my last name. That's Commando with a K, of course. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 And just a quick reminder, if you don't want to call, you can always email me. And the best way to do that is heading over to commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link on the homepage that says Email Kim. Yes, that's where that magic happens. And this portion of Kim Commando today has been brought to you by Total AV. You can get continuous antivirus protection and block malicious websites with Total AV's industry-leading antivirus security suite. And this is great. Kim Commando today listeners get 85% off of the first year on an annual plan, but you have to go to this special address. That's protectwithkim.com. Once again, protectwithkim.com. All right, let's get started with five things that you need to know that's happening right now in the tech world to keep you up to date. And number one, let's talk about Elon Musk. I don't know if you heard about this, but he told all of his employees to get back to work. Well, is he right? Now, it's been a real tough weeks, couple of weeks for millennial employees. I mean, first, Netflix told staff members, if you don't like the comedians like Dave Chappelle, well, you either do the job or you leave the company. Then Elon Musk told his staff to either get back to the office or they're out, yes, for good, because Musk believes that employees are more productive in an office environment. But this is really interesting. Check this out. Researchers discovered that when video conferencing, Zoom, Meet, whatever type of calls, team, uh, engineers across five countries, they came up with fewer ideas than those working in person. And then they cited this other research report. IT workers at a major Asian company were 19% less effective when working from home. But one thing is certain. I mean, people just don't want to go back to work. The pandemic changed working forever. But there are upsides. I mean, as a company, we get to hire people who may not want to live in our hometown. And expenses are lower because we don't have to, like, you know, AC the whole building. And I noticed that when I was in the office, people would always laugh at my jokes. But working from home... They don't always do that. And I asked them why, and they said, well, my jokes are not remotely funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah, good one. All right, number two on our list, let's talk about Warren Buffett. Back in 2018 on CNBC, Warren Buffett said this. It was shortened to the point. They will all come to a bad ending. Talking about cryptocurrency. Now, four years later, crypto millionaires and billionaires' fortunes are just vanishing, and Warren Buffett thinks he knows why. At the Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting that just took place, Warren Buffett said, whether crypto goes up or down in the next year or five years, or even 10 years, I don't know, but one thing I'm sure of is that crypto doesn't multiply. It doesn't produce anything. And maybe that you heard Coinbase, the world's largest crypto exchange, slashed 18% of its workforce. And there's probably more coming. And Coinbase, oh, listen to this. They're warning investors that this hot summer 
is actually going to be a long crypto winter. That's right. All right, number three on our list, does a Ring video doorbell violate anybody's right to privacy? A British judge ruled that a Ring video doorbell violates the privacies of others. But does it? Now, I'm not an attorney. I don't play one on the Internet. But I can assure you here in the United States, a ruling would be openly ridiculed and quickly reversed. See, U.S. law has always held that anyone can photograph or video anyone or anything happening out in public where there can be what's called no reasonable expectation of privacy. So if someone's just passing by your door and gets recorded by your video doorbell, they can't say, hey, you violated my privacy. Now, how about if someone actually comes to your door or a neighbor across the street is just wandering around their front yard? Again, neither has any reasonable expectation of privacy. You know, I do have a ring video doorbell. It sounds like chimes when there's someone at the door, so I'm going to change it. You can have the James Bond doorbell. It goes like this. It says, dong, ding, dong, right? Uh, number four, the fastest supercomputer in the world. That's right. America has retaken the top spot for the world's most powerful and fastest supercomputer. How fast is it? All right. An Apple iMac, 10 billion calculations per second. But let's meet the Frontier supercomputer operated by the U.S. Department of Energy in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Frontier was built by Hewlett Packard, cost 600 million bucks, used two kinds of AMD chips, 21 megawatts of power. Speed, Frontier can perform a speed of two exaflops. Okay, I know you're like, what is that? Okay, two quintillion calculations per second, which is what? 36 trillion calculations per second, the fastest in the world. And I know what you're thinking. I can't even type 100 words a minute. All right, and finally, number five, let's talk about Uber. If you travel, you know the deal. It's a long flight, get downstairs, baggage claim, you book your ride share, then you have to wait. Mm, not anymore. Uber has something called Uber Reserve, and it's been rolling out to over 50 airports this past week. And it, this is really sweet. You, you book your Uber and you tell them what your flight is, and this way the Uber driver tracks it. You get a free 60-minute wait time, so you're not charged if you're getting your luggage as a hassle. The driver's going to wait for you at curbside. There's a few gotchas. You're going to have to pay big bucks, Uber Black or Uber SUV. And right now it's rolling out in Austin, Burbank, Chicago, uh, also at Midway. We have Denver, Dallas, Houston, Miami, Indianapolis. The list goes on and on. Also international, Milan, Nice, Paris, and Rome. So it's definitely worth checking out. You know, I tried once to be an Uber driver. The trouble is my passengers didn't appreciate when I went the extra mile. Ugh. Hey, listen, we have a jam-packed Kim Commando today you don't want to miss. Of course, with all of your phone calls, which we're going to start, we come right back. Our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 Once again, is the way to join us. And again, just a quick reminder, if you're too shy to go on a national radio show, a, a big-time podcast, that's okay. You can always drop me your question. Head over to commando.com with a K, of course, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email cam. All right, let's get this party started already with Olga. Hello there, Olga. Hi, Kim. Thank you for taking my phone call. You betcha. Um, I wanted to ask you a question regarding um, providing security at home for Internet access for your kids. I have kids that are 9 and 12 years old, and they don't have their own devices, but they're using um, a smart TV and a fire stick at home. And I'd like to be able 
to monitor not just how much time they're spending on there, but to monitor their content and to try to prevent anything nefarious from getting through. And I was wondering what recommendations you may have about that. Olga, first of all, congratulations. Nine and 12 without a smartphone? You go, girl. I don't know how you did it, but you got it going on. Just say no. (laughs) Just say no. That's all it is. Just say no. But do they whine? Um, not really. They used to it. <laughs> They're like, gosh, mom, please. All my friends have a phone. Why can't I? Uh, you know, since you mentioned the TV, the, you know, parental controls are built into the TV, right? Uh, and they're in the settings menu and fire. You can also restrict that using the Amazon app. Uh, the thing is, is that if you are truly, truly trying to control the content inside your home, then you have to control it on the router level, right? Makes sense. Anything that comes in, we're going to control it there. And so you have a couple of options there. Um, Disney has something called Meet Circle, which is fabulous. It's great. It works on uh, also on the router level. And then it gives you uh, the reward system too. So that this way you can say, you know, you did your chores, you got 100%, uh, you, you went outside and you got some exercise, whatever it may be. And then you can give them some points. There's um, something that may be a little bit more robust, but if they're not on a device yet, I wouldn't necessarily worry about it. There's a brand by the name of uh, Gryphon, and they mm-hmm. they have a whole router solution, but it's a whole mesh network solution. So if you needed a new router and the Wi-Fi is crappy at your house and the kids have phones and you really want to lock them down, that's probably what I would recommend. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, you have it on the TV too, and you have, you have it on the, you know you have it on the Fire Stick. So maybe if you start doing that now, one of the things that I will warn you about is that you know I'm sure you know this, and just I'm just throwing it out there, is that you know the kids that were locked down the most are the ones that go crazy when they finally get something. So you know you know it's like the kids they go to college and like they're the ones that are drunk all the time. You know, so you might want to think about getting like a family tablet, okay? And so that this way on the family iPad that you could give it to them from time to time to uh, play a game and to do something fun, something so they don't feel like, oh gosh, I can't wait till mom's not in the room and then I can use my friend's device or whatever it may be. Just throwing it out there, Olga, you know, I get it, but... You just don't want to have those, you know, you don't want to have that down the road. And thank you so much for your call. You know, there's always a fine line when we talk about protecting kids online and monitoring what they do on their phones and their tablets and their laptops. I mean, you know, we want to be able to raise good digital citizens, right? And the other catch is, no matter what type of parental control that you put on it, I know, you know, there's always that person on the internet, yes, that will teach the kids how to get around any parental controls because he or she believes in their own fiefdom that kids should just have free reign. They should be able to do whatever they want to do on the internet. And we also have the free Kim Commando Show Tech Kids contract. And if you have any kids, say between, you know, six and 16, and you want to start teaching them the rules of the road so that they will be good digital citizens, it's absolutely free, head over to commando.com slash kids contract once again that's commando.com slash kids contract and you know freely share that out with your family members and friends on social media and with your schools and churches and synagogues and good stuff like that it's absolutely free and it's really a great way to sit down and talk to your kids about all things digital
Just a quick reminder, this is not the Kim Commando Show. That's right. You can get the Kim Commando Show. That's my weekend radio show, all three hours, commercial-free, over at getkim.com as a podcast, as a webcast. You can watch us do the show, go behind the scenes, use our question and answer board. So if you ever have any tech problems, we can help you out over on the website. Once again, to check it out, head over to getkim.com. And you also get a 30-day free trial. Again, that's getkim.com. All right. How about we start this hour with Rich? Hello there, Rich. Glad to have you with us. I have two questions for you. One's first one's very quick. Okay. Uh, it's because you're the digital goddess of puns also. In IT, have you heard of an acronym PICNIC? PICNIC? No, I have not. Often used by desktop support lovingly for our customers. It stands for problem in chair, <laughs> not in computer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that problem in chair. It's a picnic. It's a picnic. And then, you know, you, you can say that and people are like, oh, well, that must be. I mean, you can't, you know, that's nothing bad there. It's a picnic. It's a, you know, it's just a picnic. It would be used as a category to lump tickets together. And then, of course, you had to explain what you were saying about picnic tickets. <laughs> I like that. I wonder if John says that about me every once in a while. I know my, <laughs> my favorite John story is he comes, he, I call him like, Oh, John, I don't know what's wrong. I, I don't, I just lost the internet on my computer, blah, blah, blah. And, and he comes, he comes right over and he, he's like, he's like, Oh, well, here, let me sit down. And he's like, Oh, I don't even sit down. He goes, Oh, the cable, the ethernet cable's out. I'm like, Oh God, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was a picnic. So, um, yeah, so we got picnic. So what's, uh, how can I help you? The real question is, we live in an area that's a little bit country, and we have an uh, informal neighborhood watch that any one of us, if we have a problem, a serious problem, we can call the other people or we can text them. However, I've been looking for an alert app, and there are lots of those out there, but one that you could send somebody an alert, I've got a problem, it's 1 o'clock in the morning, and some car just drove in my driveway. I'm calling the police, but I want everybody to know about it. an app that would then wake that person up that has agreed to receive emergency alerts from me. That I couldn't find, and I've done a lot of research on it. So who am I going to call? You. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Ghostbusters. Uh, app busters. Um, all right. So there are some apps you might well, there are a few neighborhood apps because, of course, we used to have those block watches, and that's what it sounds like you guys are doing, right? Right. Okay. So there's there's the app called Nextdoor. Okay, that's not the app that you want to use. Okay, because Nextdoor is really just for it, it is for your immediate area, but right. um, but it's like people complaining about speeding drivers, and you know, I got this bike for free, and. Uh, you know, the postman left his my mail in your mailbox. I mean, it's just it's like all over. It gets like to be minutiae after a while. Right. Um, I need a carpenter. Who do I call? Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. I'm have, you, with it. have you looked at the neighbors app? No, I haven't. Okay, neighbors might be it. Um, so you set up your neighborhood, and it's really just made for crime. And for disturbances, things like that. So, like, I got an alert that there was a woman. I'm I'm just going to say what there was. It was uh, on somebody's ring doorbell. They put the video up of this woman who looked like she was high on crack. Okay. At 1.30 Mm -hmm. in the morning, trying to open this guy's door. 
And so, right. so he took that video and he blast and he sent it out to everybody in this neighborhood. Okay. So it's made for crime. It's put together by ring just to let you know. And so people mm-hmm. who have ring doorbells, they're participating, but you could set it up so that you get notifications from, so everybody would have to have the app and then they can set it up that when they get a notification from this app, they could set it up to be like a blazing siren so that it would wake them up at one o'clock in the morning if they wanted to be woken up at one o'clock in the morning. Got it. That's what I was looking for because that's what we've all agreed we need. Yeah. So, so it's called it's neighbors, mm-hmm. uh, not not okay. not next door, just neighbors, and you can find that you know in the app store. I'm sure wherever you want to take a look at it. And uh, again, it's put out by Ring. And just you might want to take a look at a lot of the notifications because there are some settings. Because I noticed I was just getting like overwhelmed. It's like, you know, somebody lost their dog, their cat. And I'm like, OK, well, you know, I'm just concerned about like, you know, it be happening in the neighborhood. They, they do a lot of porch pirate type of things, report that and so on and so forth. Hey, speaking of neighbors, I don't know if you've ever checked this out, but there are buy nothing groups on Facebook. And so if neighbors want to give things away, that they will go onto these buy nothing groups on Facebook and say, hey, do you want a desk? Do you want a bike or a lawnmower, whatever it may be? And to find them just in Facebook, search for your hometown along with buy nothing groups and it will pop up. All right. Great tip I need to pass along about your phone's new tool. I don't know if you have tried this out yet, but I am showing all of my family and friends about it. Prepare to be amazed. Your phone can actually identify any plant or any animal in just a split second. It's an incredible built-in tool into your iPhone. So say you're on a hike and you're wondering if a plant is poison ivy or what's the name of that beautiful flower? Well, your phone knows. So you start by taking a quick photo with your phone. Now, if you're using iPhone, it's called Visual Lookup. It's just terrific. After you take the photo, just open it up and then look for the letter I inside of a sparkly star. You tap that, and then you're going to see the name of the plant or animal along with a short description. Siri will go out on the web and try to find information about it. Now, if you're on Android, we love you too. Google Lens does the same thing. Just open Google Photos, select your photo, and then tap Lens. And in the words of late night TV, hey, wait, there's more. That's right. There are other ways that you can use this nifty trick. Maybe take a photo before you make a purchase. This way you can instantly compare prices at different online shops. You can also use Visual Lookup or Google Lens to identify artwork, landmarks, dog breeds, bugs, whatever it is. So surprise your friends with what you know, but hey, don't reveal the secret. Just let them think, say, wow, she is so smart. How did she learn all that? And hey, stay right where you are, because coming up, I have got another great tip, but this one's about Google. Yes, how to remove your personal details from Google search results here on Kim Commando Today. Coming up later on, I'm going to tell you an insider trick, how you can get Microsoft Office, Photoshop, Inkscape. Yes, you can get them for free. So you want to stay right where you are. But first, let's talk about rental car scams because, yes, travel season's here. And there are a lot of scams to watch out for. But there's one that you might not think about. It's rental car scams. Because in some places at the last minute, it might be pretty difficult to find a rental car. Why? Well, when no one was traveling because of the pandemic, rental car companies had to sell off a lot of their fleets just to stay afloat. And now demand has exceeded supply. And so you have scammers there setting up these fake sites and they're putting ads online posing as real rental car companies. They'll say, hey, we have a great price for you, but you have to prepay. Mm. 
That's one of the red flags. Okay, but not with a credit card, silly. They want a prepaid debit card or better yet, gift cards. That's the favorite kind of payment for cyber criminals because it's untraceable. So you buy the card, you share the pin, and then your card will be reserved. Well, or maybe they say the number didn't work and they want you to buy another card. Of course, there's no car waiting for you. And you might think like, what a sham, what a joke. But these scammers know how to game the system and boost search term rankings. This way, they're fake rental agencies. They're going to list higher when you do a Google search. So here's how to avoid being taken advantage of. Do not search for rental cars using Google or Bing. I want you to just go to the various rental car sites by typing in each address. Now, if you see a name that you don't recognize, run a search for the company along with the word scam or complaint because normally when people get ripped off is that they're going to go ahead online and write about it. And watch out for the fake ads on other sites, including social media. And always remember, always remember that no reputable company, government, whoever, they're not going to ask you to pay with gift cards or prepaid debit cards. And the same goes if they ask you to pay using a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. Your money will be gone in a flash. And let me tell you, that hurts. Oh, I know that was really bad. All right, let's see who's up next. Hello there, Mary. Hi, Kim. Welcome. Oh, well, I was just calling because I am a preschool teacher in our local school district, and we have fortunately been able to come back into the classroom. However, we still teach remote on Fridays, and I film various lessons and uh, stories and puppet shows for my preschoolers to help bring in science, math, and art. And uh, if I'm using my camera, which is a, a Rebel 2Ti, I have a crisp image. But if I'm using the webcam on my on my computer, it's not it's grainy and not as clear and crisp as I'd like the image to be for the kids. Which we're trying to do with adding in Loom um, and Boom cards just to make activities more accessible and provide that language model for our parents. So, are you using the Rebel as the camera? Um, my unfortunately, my Rebel is one model too old oh, to plug into my computer. Bummer. Um, so, <laughs> so I have to record it on my SD card, and then I put it on my um, then I plug the SD card into my computer and use my video video editing software to piece together the entire YouTube channel show. And then that image is grainy. Not the Rebel image, but the one that is on my personal laptop. Okay, and then what kind of lighting are you using? Um, I have a ring light, and so I get a lot of glare. Um, I noticed when I was reviewing one of the filmings, because I do a bedtime story hour on Thursday nights with our kids, um, I noticed on the filming a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, I'm reading the story, but they can't actually see the pictures because there was too much glare, and I had it in the, the more sepia tone setting for the ring light, mm -hmm. but it still was a lot of glare. Yeah, if it's grainy on the webcam, a couple of things. Is make sure that you have the webcam set, just in case you didn't do this, is that you can set it on 1080, 720. Uh, sometimes it goes HD or SD, depending upon how old the laptop is and how recent as you may. How old's the laptop? Uh, two or three years. Well, that's not bad. That should be okay. Uh, see, go over to um, the laptop's website the maker's website, and see if there's any type of firmware updates, any type of updates okay. that would be available so that uh, that may increase the resolution of this camera or the settings, maybe give you additional menu settings. Uh, and depending upon, again, the maker of the laptop, sometimes they even have extra, extra um, 
downloadable apps that will help you work with that particular gadget on it, whether it's uh, whether it's the webcam or the sound card or whatever it may be, is that a lot of manufacturers have done updates since everybody hit the pandemic, right? Because we're all sitting here on our webcam, right? Uh, yes. And, um, but that's really cool that you're doing. Another thing you might want to try is to start combining using, if you could get the book as an ebook, downloadable book, and then you can use uh, in the webcam software, you can present the screen. And so you're not taking pictures. You're not using the webcam to take the pictures of the book, but you have the book on the screen and then you can share your screen and so they can see the whole book that way. Okay, and that would work really well with Loom because we're trying to, you know, have that model of language and for parents to be able to see how to interact with the text. Yes, because we don't want the next thing to be merry, merry, quite contrary. Why does your story look so grainy? We don't want that. <laughs> no, not at all. And the puppets either. They, they need to be clear and crisp because the kids love them. So what do you find the biggest challenge as a, as a boy, because they have no attention span. How are you doing that? Um, as a, well, it's creativity and ingenuity. So what I've done is I um, have had puppets in my repertoire forever, um, but I now have a math puppet, a science puppet. I have a grandma that is my story puppet. I have Officer O. I have Dr. Nightingale who talks about the pandemic and why we wear masks. I have Harriet the Hedgehog who wow. talks about our feelings because sometimes we need a hug, but you can't hug others because, you know, you don't hug hedgehogs, but, you know, you still can show love in other ways. Um that's not even all of them. <laughs> well, you know what, Mary, and that's, so I have that's amazing. That's really amazing that you're doing all this. I mean, I, I hope that your YouTube channel is getting a ton of views because just what you were saying. And I've also been um, recording virtual field trips. So I take my, my, my Canon camera and I've gone out to various um, community spots like our apple farm and our uh, wildlife preserve and um, worked with other teachers to do them in English and Spanish. So I'll spend a day recording and then I edit down because we can't go on field trips. And so then I provide a virtual option for teachers to extend learning in the classroom through the virtual field trips that are geared towards three and four, because there's a lot of virtual field trips out there. But when you really need to hone it into three and four year olds and some with language delays or as English as a learned language, they're just really fine-tuned to the community of learners we serve. Hey, thanks for your call, Mary. Let's go ahead and do a great tip about Google. And it's brought to us by Simply Safe. I believe that your home should be the safest place on earth. That's right. That's why I use and recommend Simply Safe. Simply Safe is advanced whole home security that puts you, your home, and your family's safety first. Simply Safe offers comprehensive protection not only against intruders and burglary, but against expensive home hazards from flooding to fires. They have 24-7 professional monitoring, and Simply Safe's agents take action the moment a threat is detected, dispatching police or first responders in an emergency. Because Simply Safe uses something called their video verification technology. It's proprietary to Simply Safe. So this way their monitoring agents can visually confirm the threat in order to get higher priority on a 911 dispatch. Now, monitoring plans super affordable, they're priced at just a dollar a day, no long-term contracts or hidden fees. Now, you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafekim.com. Now, if you go today, you can claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysafekim.com. Once again, that's simplysafekim.com. 
All right. Have you ever Googled yourself? And you maybe you see all kinds of personal details about you out there for the entire world to see. Well, now with some changes, Google will remove your personal information, such as your bank account, credit card numbers, medical records, things like that. And the good news is that you can request that your phone number, your email address, your physical address, and more should be and can be removed from Google's search results. So you submit the request, Google reviews it, and then you'll eventually be notified if they took action or they decided not to. That's the easy part. But something to keep in mind, while you might be successful in getting Google to remove all your information from search results, if your personal details are not indexed by Google, say on a people search site, well, everything's still going to be there. We have a link to the Google form over on my website at commando.com. And don't forget, speaking of data, we have opt-out Tuesdays. Every Tuesday at commando.com, we're going to tell you how to get out of one more personal people search database. So we've already done SpyFly, been verified, uh, Zaba search. And so just hit commando.com or you can sign up for the news of the day email at commando.com slash subscribe. Hey, stay right where you are. As promised, I'm going to tell you how you can get Office and Photoshop and Inkscape for free. Oh, and this is wonderful. How about some smart tech for camping trips? And of course, we have more of your phone calls here on Kim Commando today. This portion of the show has been brought to you by CarShield. When your car breaks down, you can count on CarShield to help save you from expensive repairs. Head over to carshield.com slash Kim or call 800-391-8888 to save 10% on your plan. Hey, just a reminder, you can catch the Kim Commando Show here Saturday and Sunday nights all three hours on WLS or online at WLSAM.com. And you can also get the Kim Commando Today podcast. Don't forget that wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando. All right, back to the phones we go with Lee. Hello there, Lee. Hi, Kim. Thanks for taking my call. It's a pleasure to be on your show. You betcha. What's going on? Well, uh, I thought that probably you were the person. I have kind of a unique problem. Okay. I just a couple of years ago retired from teaching college, had a wonderful career teaching art as a college professor. I love to travel to Europe. Uh, Each summer I had the opportunity through the college to organize, promote, and lead a European trip of people. Oh, how fun. Uh, I had I, I led 20 of those over the years. So, I could write the itinerary. So let me ask you a question. So you, so you went yeah. to 20, you did 20 of these tours. What was your most favorite? Well, my favorite country is Italy. Of course. Uh, but uh, Austria, Switzerland, they're both wonderful. Uh, I think every country has some really wonderful things. Uh, there are the tourist things, but there also are some, I do a lot of reading. and So I try to take people to the, the standard things, but also some that are really unique that they probably wouldn't see on any other trip. Yeah, that's what, you know, when, whenever I travel, I always look for experiences, too. So, like, when we were in Tuscany, I went to a, far, uh-huh. a farmhouse, and this woman taught me how to make a fish dish and how to make pizza and um, also bis- uh-huh. and biscotti. And I was like... And you know, it was it was so much fun. Yeah, those, so those experience. Okay, so now that you're retired, and you have all this experience behind you putting these tours together. What do you want to do with it? Well, I was sitting on my deck looking out at the woods, and I thought, <laughs> you know, in this post-COVID world, the view is beautiful here, but I would really love to be leading people down the streets of uh, Hilltown in Tuscany again. And so, whereas I had in years past, the back support of the college they sponsored the tour and so they had that 
all those resources to promote and advertise it through schedules and everything. Uh, and that was wonderful, but I don't have that now. And so I'm planning a trip, decided to take a group on my own in uh, 2022 next summer. Awesome. And I'm just wondering if you can give me some advice on the best way to use social media to get the word out. I, I only take, I'm only going to take a small group, uh, 12 couples, maybe 24 people. Uh, and typically with the college, people would assume, oh, well, you're, te- you're taking college students. Well, in fact, people who have money and time and resources typically are over 40. And so most of the people that I would take are would not be there. older folks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So- and so how do I do that? How do I get the word out? <laughs> you're like, where do I even start? Help me. <laughs> okay. Well, exactly. Y- you know, you can start with your own account, your own Facebook account. And obviously, you know, get the word out to your friends who can tell friends who can tell friends, you know, 12 couples, that's not a lot of people that you need to fill. I mean, I think that would Uh be fairly easy, Um, especially if you could publish the itinerary and tell people how your tour is going to be different. Maybe you have some one on one. I mean, you being an art, were you an art history teacher or an art teacher? Actually, I taught pottery and sculpture. Oh, gosh, you you have, you know what, I am always so envious of you people. And I say, like, people with creative minds. I mean, it's it's really amazing. And my, my brain does not operate on that level whatsoever. I mean, like, my husband and I are building a house right now. And the uh-huh. the the decorators and the designers, they'll look at me like, you know, because they expect me to know everything. And I'm like, I don't do anything. Just you talk to him. He picks all the colors. OK, but when it comes to <laughs> but when it comes to price, that's when you come back to me. OK, and then we'll figure that out. So what well, I, would, I was going to I was going to go ahead. No. So what I would say is, so are you going to are you going back to Italy? Uh, I think I will. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't think it'll be just Italy. Okay. So what I would do is I would start, uh, I would start a social media account with the name of the tour, whatever tour LLC, whatever you put together, because you should have some type of corporation to cover you for legal purposes. Just FYI, mm-hmm. business owner to business mm-hmm. owner. And then start posting pictures of your previous trips and start posting pictures of what you've done, enticing people that this is the type of experience that they have. And what you're putting together, Lee, is an experience. And that's paramount right now because, you know, nobody wants to sit on a Globus bus going from place to place, right? And getting up at six o'clock in the morning and seeing 20 different things during the day. And then at the end of the day, your mind's spinning. You know what I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That gets really old really quick. So that's where I would focus on the itinerary things and, you know, maybe have some Zoom calls, some Zoom meet calls, as well as to have like to start explaining what the tour is about. Now, there are a couple of sites I want to tell you about. One is called Planify and another one is called Travify. And what these are specifically made are for small tour operators, because that's what you are right now. Right. You're a small tour (laughs) operator. And it enables be, yeah. it amazes it it amazes me all, that we have this capabilities right now, but it enables you to go in there, set up the itinerary, share the itinerary, start getting leads, so to speak, and then keep yourself organized that way. So what I'll do is I'll post some links over in the Q and A message board, and so that this way Lee, you can get started. You have any questions whatsoever as you go along, just know that I'm there. And don't forget to follow me on social media wherever you go. That's right. It's Twitter.com slash Kim Commando, Facebook.com slash Kim Commando. You get the drill. Hey, let's talk about some smart tech for camping trips. 
Uh, one of the things that I really want to make sure that you get if you're going to be off the grid is a spot GPS satellite. It's about the size of a hockey puck, and it lets you share your location, send text messages, and it has an SOS button that notifies local emergency responders that you need help and gives them your exact latitude and longitude. Now, there are others out there. Garmin makes them, but the one that I use, the one that I recommend is made by Spot. All right. Are you paying for Microsoft Office or Adobe Photoshop? Why? Why are you doing this? You can get pretty much the same programs for free. Yes, I said for free. Okay. Everybody uses Microsoft Office. But before you shell out the cash or if money is tight, check out LibreOffice. It has a great word processor, does spreadsheets, presentations, database, and again, it's free. A Google Drive is another fabulous free option to replace Microsoft Office. But what about Adobe Photoshop? That's always been expensive. Well, if you use Photoshop or you would like to maybe use a Photoshop wannabe, there's a free photo editor called GIMP. It's been around for a long time, so there are tons of YouTube tutorials about how to use it. And finally, Another Adobe pricey program is Illustrator, and it's used to create logos and infographics, posters and flyers. So you can save your money and use Inkscape instead. It's just fantastic. You can find links to all of these free programs over at commando.com. And speaking of free, as a Kim Commando Today listener, you get a free guide. That's right. Whether you use Windows or Mac, head over to commando.com slash free guide. Once again, that's commando.com slash free guide. It's an ebook, and I think you'll use it time and time again commando.com slash free guide. Hey, thanks for listening and thanks for uh, your calls today on Kim Commando Today. And don't forget, you can always catch me 24-7 at komandio.com. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando Today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.